And welcome back with your sports podcast, Not Just a Game. We have another guest who's coming back with us. When we have a good one, we like to reach back and try and get them back as often as we can. And this is a good one. Um, it's University of Iowa Hawkeye wrestler Tony Cassiope, uh, former Hananiga state champ. And we've been following Tony for a long time. Everybody knows the Cassiopes and everybody knows Tony. Um, so we're bringing him back again because we've just had a really exciting stretch of wrestling. And Tony just capped it off with a third place in the Big Ten championships and then a third place in the NCAA national championships. Um, good, some incredible wrestling, just some great stuff. Uh, it's going to be great to catch up with him, and we're going to flash back to a year, a year ago to when he, you know, had gotten himself right up to the NCAA championships, and they were canceled because of COVID. Um, so it's been a, a interesting stretch. Tony, enough of me babbling. Welcome. Thanks for coming back on, buddy. Yeah. Glad to be here. A lot's happened in, since we've talked, and a lot has happened in this year. Um, let's, like I said, let's flash back. Before we get into all these highlights, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. You have really rolled. It's been fun to watch, let me just say. Um, but let's go back to when you uh, you took third last, the, the last, not this recent Big Ten championships, but the last time they were, it seems like ages ago. What was that, 2019, really, I think it was? Or was yeah. it 2020? It was probably, probably the beginning of time. Okay, so a, a long time ago. It was a while ago, yeah. Yeah, you had motored through the Big Tens then, and I think in that one your only loss, was that to Paris then? Uh, no, that was to Stevenson. It was to Stevenson. Okay, was this year's only loss to Paris? This year's big-time loss was to Stevenson. All right, again, I'm just going to all right, so back, go back to that. You had just taken third in the Big Tens. What was your seed going into the NCAAs, and, and how did that kind of unfold? Um, yeah, I was seeded third going into the NCAAs, um, which is actually higher than I was seeded this year. I was seeded fifth this year. But um, I was seeded third, and it was, you know, we were, we were getting ready for the tournament, and I still remember, like, it was probably not even a week out. We got our media guy came into the room and pulled Tom to the side and told him. And then, you know, he just called us all in and told us what was going on and that there weren't going to, there, we weren't going to have NCAs and just to stay ready in case they change their mind or in case they move locations and can get it to go or whatever. And the dominoes were falling. Everything was kind of shutting down at that point. Yeah. Um, tell, remind me then, over the course of the next several months, what was your life like during the initial lockdown, um, during the, the pandemic in those times? Give us an idea of what you went through and how you kept things going. Yeah, so we weren't allowed into Carver for – quite a while I don't know how long it was but it was it was a while so we would just grab a few guys a few teammates and just go on runs do push-ups do squats you know do pull-ups off a tree limb do whatever we could 
to just keep working out, keep getting better mm-hmm. because we weren't allowed into that wrestling room or those workout facilities. So we just had to, you know, do it out in nature. <laughs> Nothing you'd ever been through. You, I mean, been wrestling since you're how old? Since I was nine, I think. Just kind of a part of your life. Yeah. What did you do? What? It, first of all, where did you work out? Did you have a place to work out? Um, not really. Just running, running hills, running, running outside, doing stuff outside. Really, is all we, okay. all we could do. Body weight stuff. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so then, uh, when I mean, it wasn't. It, it was almost like you were able to get back into wrestling right right before the season started kind of walk us through how you were able to kind of get back into things and then get back into this season, which um, we made it through somehow. Yeah. So this season didn't start until like December, January. So it was an awfully late start, but we'd been kind of going through training phases that we'd normally go through. Cause I know I wrestled in, the Hawkeye showdown. I think that was December, maybe. I know I wrestled. I know I wrestled. Maybe it was earlier than that. I don't remember when that was. But I also wrestled in the U23s, and that was in Omaha in, like, November. So we'd been doing wrestling, been practicing, doing all that prior to the official season starting. So it, those, those kind of – freestyle tournaments replaced what we'd normally be doing in folk style at that time. Okay. And then uh, you, you guys were able to kind of get the season going at Iowa. Um, you're, you were what this year, red shirt sophomore. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you had an unattached season there early on. And I, what was your, were you like 20 and two, your first unattached season? And then 20 and three, I think your first season as Iowa's heavyweight, correct? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the hype was there headed into this one, baby. Uh, and, and you performed. So walk us through this season. I mean, there were some obstacles in the way as well, right? What were, give us the ups and downs to this regular season for you and Iowa. Um, obviously it was a shortened season. We didn't have as many duels. We didn't have Midlands. We didn't have any of those tournaments that we'd normally be going to. Um, and then, even our shortened season got shortened because Michigan had an outbreak when we were supposed to do them. So we kind of do that. And then we had some guys get, you know, get the bug and be out. So we, we had our last two duels canceled. So shortened season was shortened even more. So, you know, we just had to go through a lot of that type of stuff where we weren't getting as many matches as we're used to, but didn't really change a whole lot for us. Did it ever come close to you, the 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 virus? Did you did it was it ever knocking on your door? Did you battle it at all? Um, I mean, you know, it was it was in our program, but I mean I I was all right, so okay. it out there. How, how what was the testing situation for you guys? Did you test often? We test daily. We tested daily. You did. So you yeah, did rapid tests every did, day. Yeah. Okay. We did rapid antigen tests daily. And, then and you were 
30 and 0 or whatever. You never had a positive. <laughs> it's almost like you keep a record for that one as well. Um, so, so that, but that was a, a, some serious adversity bringing you right into the postseason, or well, that was leading right into the Big Tens, right? Yeah. Okay. But you guys got healthy just in time. Yep. Okay, and walk us through the the Big Tens. My gosh, that's when the dominance really showed. Yeah, yeah, we had a good Big Ten tournament. Um, I wrestled pretty well other than my semifinal match against Paris. I just – I fell into where he's really good with that dump and on my back, and, you know, he's really strong there. That's where he likes to be, and I got that pin on me, but – other than that match, I wrestled well. I majored Hilger. I majored Kirk Ballette, who Kirk Ballette is a junior world champ. Hilger, you know, I'd had tight matches with before. So I, I think I wrestled really well at Big Tens other than that semifinal match. That was your only loss. Yeah. And you rolled to third <clears throat> place for the second year in a row, as we said, at the Big Ten. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty good stuff, man. And we have to mention that. Um, Minnesota's Gable Stevenson and Mason Paris of Michigan. Michigan, sorry. Um, they're seated and ranked one and two in the country, correct? Yeah. I mean, this this is the Big Ten, people. This is where it where it goes, where the where the top are are stationed. Um, so you have those guys in the Big Tens, and then obviously you're you're gonna meet up or you're gonna have to deal with them at the NCAAs as well, which you but but you finally got to actually deal with it in the NCAAs this year. What was the lead up? to the NCAAs like this year, was it nerve wracking just with everything that you guys had been through and having lost even some duels at the end of the season? Was it tough with that? Were you like, don't get near me, stay away? No, it wasn't too bad. I I had like a little cold actually, like right after big times. Wow. So I kind of just, you know, at by the time nationals rolls around, it's all the work's been put in. It's just fine tuning and feeling healthy nationals so i took a few days off relaxed you know just got my body feeling really good and i because i knew i was ready for nationals there wasn't any last minute preparation that i needed to cram in because i've been doing the work all year out all year long and i was just ready to go out there and wrestle at nationals gosh but even when somebody gets a little cold all the alarms go off and it's like oh what could this be you know just a little cold just a cold we're good um and then into these ncaa's um again just some impressive wrestling walk us through it kind of tell tell the listeners in your words um how you maneuvered the ncaa championships this year um, it was a long, long week. Um, we got out there on Tuesday and wrestling didn't start till Thursday. Is that for, testing? That, like, for testing purposes or? Yeah. We, so we had to get there. We had to test and then we had to test on Wednesday and then we tested every day there. Um, so I didn't wrestle until like Thursday afternoon for the first time. And we got there like Tuesday at like three or four o'clock. Mm. So we'd been there a while already. Um, it was, 
my first time at nationals and you know i didn't really know what to expect from like how just kind of the, the procedure of it all like um at big tens we have our own little like corral area where we can just hang out and there's warm-up mats for us and everything and at nationals it was a little more disorganized it felt like it felt kind of hectic felt kind of like there wasn't a good place to just kind of sit and hang out and relax before my match so that was something i had to figure out on the first day was how i was gonna you know get what i needed to get before my match to be ready for that match you've clearly um, figured it out <laughs> Yeah, so that first match, you know, was really good because it was one of the weaker opponents I'd faced because he was – because I was ranked fifth, so he was like the 28th seed or whatever. Mm -hmm. So um, it was really good for me to just kind of get my routine down and figure out how I needed to prepare for matches that were come. And that first match was what? I'm, I'm a dork. I should have had the brackets up. I'm good. It was Spalding from Edinburgh. I beat him like 11 to 1 or something. I majored him. Uh, that was the first major that yeah. we saw. First of three, was it? Not sure. I majored I think it was three. Man. That's, that's just sick. All right. Match two then is, is already the quarterfinals. No. Round of 16. Then quarters. Oh, okay. So match two was also on Thursday, Thursday night. I wrestled Orndorff from Ohio State, who I'd already wrestled twice this year. I'd pinned him both times before this. Um, in the that match, I majored him. Okay, good, good. So you're on a roll. Yeah, you're doing what you needed to do. Yeah. So then the quarterfinals was against Colton Schultz of Arizona State, okay. and he's he's tough. He. Uh, He's big Greco wrestler. He he beat me in the world team trials in Greco a couple years ago. Okay. We split matches. He beat me in the best two out of three, two two matches to one for the world team trials. Uh -huh. So um, you know, it was nice to kind of get that match back in folk style where I think I'm more of a folk style wrestler and he's more of a Greco wrestler. Mm -hmm. But I was the five seed and he was the four seed. So technically I was the underdog, but I, I mean, the seating was kind of weird this year because there wasn't cross country, con cross conference duels and everything. So seating was a little off this year, but wrestled him. Um, I think I beat him like five, one got a takedown in the third, I think in riding time to kind of seal it out. But it was one, one before that. So he, uh, he, he scrambled really well. It was pretty, pretty, tough scrambles in that match and then then that night was semifinals and I wrestled yeah, Stevenson. Yeah. And you were facing Gable Stevenson. Mr. Number one. Yeah. Now he hasn't lost since when? Since his freshman year. Okay. And he's now junior. Okay. Um you wrestled him how many times in the past? Quite a few. I wrestled them twice this year, two or three times, or twice last year. So okay, this is my fourth time. Fourth. Okay. That was my match. What was your mindset going into this one? Um, just wanted to go out there, and, you know, try to put it on him. He likes to 
kind of wrestle his match and stay kind of pick when he wants to attack. So I wanted to try to try to attack him, but also not reach because he's really good at hand fighting and you know putting me on my hands, which is what he did in that mm-hmm. match. He, he would snap me down. And he, he does a really good job of getting to the getting the angle off of it. And did were you able to do anything differently this time? Did you get caught? You didn't get uh, caught, really. It wasn't. Uh, it was kind of, it was kind of beat me. Okay. I know we got to take down early, ten or eleven seconds in. Does that? What does that do to your mindset right away? Um, doesn't really change my mindset. I'm not worried if I give up a takedown early. I know that I've got the gas tank to go the whole seven minutes and mm-hmm. put it on the guy if I have to late or whatever. Did you learn anything from this from this match with him? Yeah, I just need I need to work on my foot speed, my movement. Just I need to stay a little more relaxed with my movement where I'm not overcommitting or overreacting to kind of what he's doing to me. And I'm going to look because I mean he had a tight game, a tight match with Paris in the championship. Other than that, I think your match with him was the closest match he had the whole tournament, correct? Uh, I'm not sure. I think so. Um, it was, what, 9 to 4? 16 to 6. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, then you, you know, you have to bounce back. And we've talked about this before. You didn't have many losses back in high school and it's kind of been a new thing here when you get to the top level of the best wrestlers in the world it's going to happen um how have you learned to be able to deal with that and be able to bounce right back um you know it's hard because i don't want to lose and i don't like to lose and you know losing that match is heartbreaking because you know, it means I can't be a national champ that year, this year. So, um, I don't know. Terry Brands just told me to climb the podium, get the next best thing to, you know, help myself and to help our team. So that's what I had to focus on. And, you know, I went to bed, woke up, focused, put it behind me, focused on Kansi Semis and uh, third place match. Yep. And it was uh, the guy from Wisconsin, is that right? Yeah, Hilger in the Conquest Dummies. Okay. Um, and you dominated that one. Major, yeah. Major him. Up anything. I remember watching that. You never <laughs> came close to a point in that one. I mean, it, it was, you looked a little pissed off in that one. <laughs> Did it come out in that one a little bit? No, I just, I just wrestled my match. Okay. Um, and then the match for third was the second time that you got to face Schultz. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Um, yep. He had to be hungry. I mean, that's kind of like, you know, we talk about those those walkovers and sometimes the rematches and stuff. The guy who lost has to come in hungry for that. Um, do you have to do anything different or do you go in saying, no, this is me and, I, you know, I'm going to use what yeah. I I wasn't, you know, I went in there with my, my match in mind, wrestle my match, do what I do best get to his legs early and often this time i got a period the first period takedown and just kind of you know ice the match in the first period where he doesn't have much offense for me so you got in his head right away 
you could t- yeah i mean you could tell he was flustered he was just i mean the late in the first it was it felt like he only had 10 seconds left to try and scramble for everything and there was still a, more than half the match to go that was again very impressive do you go back and watch uh the f- film or you know i mean do you guys sit down as a team and watch film after this and and study and review no, I don't. Not really. I've, I've watched on my own just once or one or some of those matches just to kind of see what I thought of it because, like, there's just times where after my match I don't really remember my match very much, and it's yeah. like, how did how did I, how did that happen, and <laughs> maybe what could I have done a little better to make those finishes, especially on Schultz, a little cleaner. But you don't generally study them like you know, break down film, you know, going hard at it. Okay. Um, what, what do you, what's your biggest takeaway from this year's NCAAs? Got work to do. If I want to be at the top of that podium, I got work to do. Okay. Boy, sure. Knocking on the door. It's about to break down. Um, and now we can't not talk about Iowa's championship what did we say? This was the first since 2010 for first Iowa. 2010 for Iowa, yes. Okay. And you guys just rolled. How many How many podium spots for the team? I think we had seven All-Americans. I thought it was eight. I, I You might be right, seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it, Nelson, Marinelli, and Mir did a place. So. Okay, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, um, and this just this just sets everything up for the future. And how what does this do for you? Are you as hungry as it gets right now going into here this last phase of your college, the last two years of your college career? Now, um, what's your what's your headspace like as you as you get prepared for the second half, as we say? Um, well, I mean, really, I've got three more years of eligibility. That's right. Gosh, I keep forgetting. This was, this was like a throwaway and look what you did with it. So if I want, which I probably will, I assume, well, I'll have three more years of eligibility. And I think most of our seniors, if not all of our seniors are coming back next year. So we're, we want to, you know, repeat as national champions. That's, that's what it's all about. We want to be national champions again next year. Gosh, um, where do you go from here? The, they always have that question. I mean, it's so hard to top this one, isn't it? I mean, you've got a little little space to top this one, but as a team, yeah. it's really tough. Um, really impressive season for this team, right? Oh, yeah. Fun to be a part of? Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. we got a lot of guys who want to be the best, so that's, that's who I want to be with. What about and and Tony Cassiope's personal life? What's new? Anything you wanna wanna share with anybody? You're you're pretty close to the vest, buddy. We don't know a whole lot about what you are like off the mat. Anything you want to give us at all? No, just yeah. <laughs> I don't even get anything, even when we're not recording. So I didn't. I wasn't expecting much. Um, <laughs> All right, well, you're going to keep us up to date. Like, uh, you know, 
if it, when there's a little little Tony on the way or when you're starting to think about coaching careers or what's what's next for Tony Cassiope. You'll keep us up to date, right? Oh yeah. Okay. How's the little brothers doing? They're doing good. I got to see them. They they came and watched. Uh, it was awesome. They're they're wrestling hard. They're doing a lot of wrestling. <laughs> good. good. Yeah, we're gonna have to get caught up with them as well. Um, they've got a good role model over there at the University of Iowa. That's for sure. Hey, this has been great. This is perfect. Um, I told you last time I would be bugging you again for this, um, and every time you go on rolls like you're going on here of late. We're going to get you back. So keep it up. Um, you get a little break. Do you get to breathe a little bit now? Are you stepping back or what? Um, I don't know. We have, a, we have a meeting this afternoon to kind of line up what's going to go on. So. <laughs> more this afternoon. You get like a week, <laughs> like a week off, and then you're probably like pacing back and forth. I don't know what to do. Well, keep it up, buddy. We're going to keep following you and um, – my gosh, best wrestler to come out of this this area ever in my book. Um, and it's just fun. So thanks for letting us catch up and, and keep it going, buddy. Thanks. All right, buddy. Talk soon.